In today's episode of the Optimal CEO Podcast, I'll be sharing with you how focusing on the flies in your wellness care can hurt you. Now, I know that may sound crazy, but trust me on this, you're not going to want to miss this episode, so stay tuned to find out how. Here at the Optimal CEO Podcast, we help CEO entrepreneurs who love taking ownership of their wellness journey because they know it's their most prized investment. And when their state of wellness is at its peak, their income soars. We want to help relieve CEO entrepreneurs from the pressure of unnecessary health exposure so they can be highly focused on growing their business and physically optimized for the journey so they can enjoy getting there. I'm Dr. Brian Brown, and I'd like to personally welcome you to today's podcast episode. Thank you for joining me. So flies, focusing on flies, how can that hurt you? Well, and it can hurt you in a lot of ways. Remember from last podcast episode, we talked about getting the right picture. If you have a poor resolution picture, it looks grainy, it looks pixelated. If you uh, have a high quality, high resolution picture, you don't see the individual pixels. It looks pristine. It looks beautiful. And in order to get that perfect picture, you actually need the right equipment. You need the right provider and so on and so forth. So now that we've got the right picture, it now boils down to the right process. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Now, let's start in the field. Let's go back to my example that I've been using for the past several podcast episodes now about being on photo safari in the Masamara in Kenya. When we were driving into the Masamara, zebras became one of those things that were just like common. You saw them everywhere. It's like, oh, there's another zebra. Oh, there's another zebra. But I remember the first herd of elephants that I saw. I remember the first herd of giraffe that I saw. And I remember the first pride of lions that I saw. I got to be honest with you. Those three animals to me, elephants and giraffes and lions, are probably some of the most amazing and most beautiful animals on the planet. Here's the problem, especially with elephants and lions, and more so lions than elephants. They're covered in flies. Pictures that I would take, and I didn't realize it at the time until a few photo opportunities in, there were flies all over the faces of these animals. For gory reasons that we won't discuss due to the way lions feed, there's obvious reasons why they had flies all over their face. Now, would it have been prudent for me to get down from the safari truck, the vehicle, the Land Rover that we were in, get down on the ground and go up to that, that line and swat the flies off of its face just so I could get a good picture? Well, the resounding answer, if you've got any common sense at all, is no, nobody would do that. So it was left up at that point to the editing process. Now, when you go into the editing, editing room, there's a few things you can do with Photoshop, which is the editing tool that I use. There's a blur feature and you can blur certain things out. You can photo correct or auto correct certain features. And I don't like that because it gives it a blurry look to it. So on the exact picture that I've chosen out of thousands of pictures, maybe a third or a fourth of them were wall hanging quality. I would take those pictures and I'd say, okay, what is flawed about this? 
what needs to be corrected at the pixel level. And I would dive down into the pixel level. I would expand that picture, blow that picture up so big that I would literally on one screen on my computer have 16 or 20 large squares, pixels of this particular spot on, say, the lion's muzzle, his face. So I would zoom in at the pixel level onto this fly on this lion's muzzle, and I would literally copy a correct color pixel that I wanted and substitute that color pixel in right over that fly and do that however many times it took to eliminate the fly. And then I would zoom back out and I would look at it and go, yep, fly is gone. And uh, that's exactly what we have to do. So number one, you're not just going to leave the flies there because it doesn't make for a really good picture hanging on the wall. Number two, you're not going to get down out of the truck out of the Land Rover that your safari vehicle and get down and shoo the flies off of the lion's face, you're probably going to be the lion's next meal if you do that. So then the only thing you're relegated to doing at that point is diving down into the pixel level and eliminating that particular element that you want to eliminate. In this particular case, it's the fly. So how do the flies in your wellness care cause you to or have harm? How do they hurt you? They hurt you in many ways because a lot of times medical providers, we as medical providers can get too focused on the fly. We can be too focused on getting down and getting in a patient's face and trying to shoo the flies out of the face. And we forget about the editing room. We forget about being able to go back to that picture that we took. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to the last podcast episode because you're going to understand about getting the highest resolution picture and what that looks like when it comes to diagnostic tests and laboratory and history and so on and so forth, they're going to be able to dive down into the pixel level. And not all pixels are going to need to be corrected. There are going to be some in this assessment that we've done that are perfectly fine, but there are going to be some that are linked to others. And we need to take care of two or three or four or five clusters, and they cluster together in order to complete this beautiful picture that makes up this person's wellness journey. So the wrong way of thinking in medical care and current in the current system that we have right now is that we focus too much on the flies. And as such, we leave things that are lost. We try to, it's the equivalent of trying to take the blur tool, the blur editing tool, and just making a smudge right over that fly instead of getting down to the pixel level. And let's face it, if We as a medical community and traditional medicine practice in a way that focuses on the flies, either by trying to shoo them out of somebody's face or trying to use the wrong editing tool or taking the wrong picture in the first place, then we've left a lot on the table and it doesn't do the client or the patient any good. In fact, it doesn't serve them well at all. In fact, it leaves them with more answers than questions. And in the long run, and the example that I've given over and over again is a person who has an undiagnosed thyroid condition who ends up with high cholesterol and ends up on a statin cholesterol medication, when in reality, it was their thyroid issue that was causing the problem. And you correct the thyroid issue, the cholesterol normalizes, and the person doesn't need a statin medication. But unfortunately, the information that most medical providers have to work with, uh, the training that they have to work with, 
actually teaches them to only look at one particular lab, and that's the TSH or thyroid stimulating hormone. So that's one of many examples that you can see where you focus on the fly from a macro standpoint, not a micro standpoint or highly zoomed in, highly microscopic standpoint, and you end up off track. So focus, partner with a provider that will actually focus in on the right editing when it comes to creating this beautiful masterpiece of a picture that is your wellness. So what I typically do is I carry people through a process. If you've listened to the past couple of podcast episodes, then you understand we have to have the right provider and we have to have the right picture. And that picture is made of several different components. So the medical provider's responsibility at that point is to partner or marry the relevant history with the relevant symptoms that the person is presenting with and the relevant diagnostic findings, whether that be imaging, whether that be blood tests or genetic tests or whatever, and then prioritize. So the clinician needs to prioritize exactly what they feel like they need to work on. And the example of the picture analogy, this is like saying, okay, I want to work on this cluster of five flies over here first, and I want to eliminate them or edit them out at the pixel level. I don't want to just take a smudge tool in Photoshop and just blur them because it looks blurry on the big image and it doesn't look professional. So the client needs to actually arrange those in order that they want to work on them. And then the medical professional from their experience in understanding what it is to have all of this information and what to do with it needs to then prioritize. And then in a partnership agreement between the client and the medical provider, they come up with a plan of attack saying the client is saying, this is most important to me. The clinician is saying, this is the most important to me. And then they discuss why. The client will say, well, those top three or four or five things are most important to tackle first. And the clinician will either say, yes, I see what you're saying, but I would also probably put this one in the mix. The other ones probably will take care of themselves based on the ones you want to take care of. And that's the case in most instances. But it just boils down to developing the right process. So you have to pair the history with the symptoms, with the diagnostic findings, and then you have to prioritize. Each person has to prioritize and then open up a discussion about that. And from that discussion, be able to develop a perfect path to be able to get accomplished what needs to be accomplished at the pixel level. And I I can't reemphasize that enough. So once you do that, once you're able to dial down to the pixel level and start ticking off these problems one thing at a time, you're not just taking cookie cutter type approaches. I always jokingly say cookie cutter approaches are okay if you're a cookie, but the last time I checked, human beings aren't cookies and we don't need a cookie cutter approach. In fact, we need something that gets down into that pixel level and actually looks at the deepest parts of who we are and what's going on with us and doesn't just do some general testing and then pat us on the back and say, everything's normal, everything's fine. We want somebody that's going to dial down into the pixel level, edit out those types of issues or help us develop a plan for editing them out ourselves. And so we can start feeling better. So we can start getting rid of brain fog. So we can start having more energy. So depression can clear up. So weight loss can occur and those types of things. And when you dial down to the pixel level, that's exactly what's going to happen. 
So the next thing I want to talk about before we wrap this up, uh, we've identified that you have to have the right process for actually uh, developing or enhancing this picture at the pixel level. Um, what I want to talk to you about next is uh, how you're going to frame that. Now, once you have this beautiful picture, it's been remastered, it's been edited, uh, it looks beautiful, you're, you're not ashamed to hang it on a wall in, a, in, a, in an art museum or a gallery, and you're certainly not ashamed to let uh, anybody, any guests that come over to your home or to your office look at it. Um, what do you, what do you want to do? Do you want to put that in a, a frame that you get from a local discount store or a dollar store? Uh, that's off the shelf? No, actually you, you want to take that picture and you want to expand it. You want to blow it up, uh, to, to reveal the beauty that it is. And then you want to custom frame that. Um, so you're going to have to spend a little extra money and go to a custom frame shop and get the exact frame that you need to put this beautiful picture in. Uh, I think one of the biggest uh, downfalls that uh, uh, health consumers have is they try to put themselves into what I mentioned just a few seconds ago, uh, this cookie cutter mold. Um, I, I think part of it boils down to the fact that's the way we've been programmed. I think part of it boils down to the fact that it's, uh, it's what uh, most people, it's the only thing most people have available to them. Uh, but the bottom line is there are custom frames available for the work that you've just created. You don't want to go through this entire process and then not put a custom frame around it. And what that custom frame represents is your exact plan that you're going to use to carry this out. Uh, there are going to be things that you have to do yourself. Uh, there's going to be plenty of homework for you to do, plenty of things to get up to speed on, uh, plenty of new things to learn uh, in order to become a better person, in order to, uh, develop that, uh, that better version of yourself. Um, but in order to do that, you need that direction and you need to be able to have that plan that's customized between you and a, uh, and a functional or integrated medicine provider. Uh, every, everybody's, uh, a unique uh, has a unique set of circumstances. Um, there's there's no reason to lose hope. Uh, there's no reason to throw in the towel. Uh, just because your problems are unique doesn't mean you have to be relegated to framing those unique problems with a dollar store frame. Uh, you get to choose the frame. You get to choose the speed with which you go and tackle these issues. You get to choose um, uh, whether it's a minimalist frame whether it's a, uh, a customized canvas that is on a stretched piece of canvas and, and you print your picture on that, um, uh, you get to choose whether it's a three-inch wide frame or a six-inch wide frame. Um, uh, you get to choose how big this picture is going to be. Uh, it's all up to you. And uh, that's, that's what individualized medicine, that's what functional and integrated medicine is about. It's about individ totally individualized care. And, um, if, if, if you're not in a place where, uh, you can, uh, you can have access to somebody like that, uh, telemedicine is actually a growing, um, uh, uh, system within the United States healthcare system. And it's, it's perfectly suited for functional and integrative medicine, uh, because most of functional and integrative medicine is, uh, a consultant based, uh, uh, medicine approach anyway. 
Uh, now, the way most uh, functional and integrated medicine practitioners work is they need to see you face-to-face uh, in the office uh, the first visit. After that, you can do follow-ups uh, via telemedicine and then um, re reconnect once a year, once every 12 months for that face-to-face follow-up again. So um, that that is where we are at this point. You've got to have the right personal mindset. Um You've got to have the right provider. Uh, that right provider has to have the right passion. They have to have the right lens that they're looking through, and they have to have the right time of exposure when they're taking a picture of you and what's going on with you. And that helps them develop the right picture and run that through the right process so they can so th- then you can choose the right frame that you want to put this put around this beautiful picture. So that brings us to a conclusion today. For this podcast episode, I am passionate about helping CEOs, entrepreneurs, authors, and influencers perform at the top of their game so they don't have to worry about the sneaky pitfalls of a broken medical system that will just slow them down and mess up the performance and the impact of their business. I'm about helping them reach a peak flow state so and magnify that peak flow state so they can actually have a greater impact with their business. If you've been feeling bad, you've lost faith in the medical system and want to finally get answers how you can feel better, my inbox is always open. I'd love to hear from you so we can book a free 15-minute strategy session to explore some possible solutions to get you back on track. You can message me anytime on Instagram or Facebook at the Optimal CEO. I'd like to thank you for joining me today. Until next time, this is Dr. Brian Brown, the Optimal CEO, signing off. And I hope you have an optimal day. Here at the Optimal CEO Podcast, we help CEO entrepreneurs who love taking ownership of their wellness journey because they know it's their most prized investment. And when their state of wellness is at its peak, their income soars. We want to help relieve CEO entrepreneurs from the pressure of unnecessary health exposure so they can be highly focused on growing their business and physically optimized for the journey so they can enjoy getting there. 